good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Adam, and today, oh man, such a long day. I've been talking to myself all morning, and I'm even talking to myself right now. So, hello again. Um, so today, I wanted to talk about uh, why do we argue? Uh, why is it that we must plant our feet? Why is it that we pick fights? Why is it that we continue fights? Why is it that we just we just can't let it go? And also, why is it that we can't apologize? Why is apologizing so hard? And uh, we'll talk also about a couple ways that we can surpass some of these needs to argue, or these wants to argues, or to argues, to argue, or to, um, or to even just feel like we have to defend ourselves. Uh, I've been really um, enamored with this concept lately, and, and just the idea of uh, negotiating and, and getting through uh, turmoil and arguments and, and, and saving bridges for friendships and relationships. And, uh, you know, I find it very fascinating that there are tons of, inf- there's tons of inf- information out there that allows you to get over these walls and to, and to shatter these, these, these expectations of like, oh, I'm always going to be in a fight when so-and-so shows up or, or anytime this topic comes up at the dinner table, I'm always going to have to, you know, dig in. Oh, so-and-so is coming over for dinner. I better make sure I don't say these words around them, you know? Um, and, uh, it's, it's, there's such a, a wealth of information out there. And a lot of us probably already know some of these things, but we don't apply them. And why don't we do that? Why don't we just be like, all right, I know what's happening. I know what they're doing, but fuck them. I gotta, I gotta yell at them back. I gotta, I, I can't not do that. Um, so I want to explore that a little bit. Uh, so I want to open, uh, actually, so uh, some of this, uh, I've been getting a little bit of, bit of information from a lot of places, uh, but specifically right now, I am looking at a couple of different articles. Uh, one is from businessinsider.com and one of them is from psychcentral.com. Um, I've also been uh, taking a little bit of inspiration from uh, a book I've been reading called Getting Past to Know, uh, which is a pretty pretty cool read if anybody's uh, interested in negotiating with people. Not sponsors, just cool information that I've been uh, running into. Um, so uh, so let's start with, um, with uh, one reason why maybe we, we argue. A lot of it is if somebody's arguing at us or to us or with us from a position of power or if we are in a position of power. Um, you know, already, even if you're coming to, into a, a debate or an argument from, a, um, from a, a, an equal standpoint, you, somebody still has to feel like they're giving up power already. But when you're actually in a state of power, that can create uh, a little bit more of a conflict. Now, typically, even... If, you, if you're arguing with somebody who's in a position of power, or if you are somebody who's in a position of power, whether it's like a boss, or maybe it's just like you're arguing with your kid, um, you know, or if you're just the, um, the expert in a particular subject, that would put you in a position of power if you're arguing against somebody who maybe doesn't work in the field that you do. Um, typically, you argue because there's no respect there. Uh, you don't respect what the other person is saying. You don't respect their opinions are valid, or they may not respect that your opinions are valid. And at the same point, if you're the one in the position of power and they're not, they may not respect you because they think that you're some sort of hoity-toity dickhead who thinks they knows everything. Um, so, you know, that's that's pretty common. Um, and uh, if you if you, uh, if you you put somebody of two different statuses in an argument with each other, like, if there's no respect there, then, you know, it's kind of different where, like, Say if, uh, um, you know, if you ask somebody who's a car mechanic to tell you about your car, right, and you don't know anything, 
usually, if you're going in there because you're seeking information, you're not going to argue with him as much. But if you're somebody who works on cars every day, uh, but you don't do it professionally, just something you do as a hobby, right? And then you go into a car shop and you're like, hey, I think my so-and-so is broken. And they bring it back and they're like, actually, it's your alternator or whatever. You know, I don't know a lot about cars. I'm pretty sure that's a part in the car, though. Um, and, you and you know, you could be, well, no, 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 I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that it's the, it's the blah, blah, blah. It's the dip shaft uh, uh, turnstile that's broken. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, and then you get, then, Either you can get into a silent argument where you don't agree with the guy at all, or you don't do business with him because you're like, he clearly doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, but, you know, he's working on it. He's the expert. He had it up on the lift. He's looked at it. You know, why would you, wh what reason is there to doubt him? Um, now, you may be right in what you're thinking that maybe something could be wrong with the so-and-so, but what's causing the main problem might be that thing. And if it is, in fact, that thing that uh, the alternator, let's say, that the expert said, if you are coming at it thinking that you know more than he or she does, then... You're, always, you're going to be stuck in a perpetual argument, even if, even after you take your car away from the shop, whether you get it serviced or not, you're going to be bitching up a storm about that guy or girl the whole time. Fucking asshole doesn't know what he's talking about. How dare he think blah, 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 and do what he do, right? Uh, so that's one way. You just don't respect that person's opinion. You don't respect that, what that person knows. Um, so that's, that's a big one, you know, just respect in general. Another one that I found that was very fascinating that I think I tend to get in the I, I get in my own way with this next thing um you know i have a few notes here and uh the one that really jumped out at me uh that was on the article here from business insider is they suggest that if you are if they say that when you're arguing more often than not people say try to be rational right that's a very common phrase can you you know can you look at it through a reasonable perspective can you be rational for a minute but they say that if you're over rational and too rational you tend to want to argue more. Again, I think it also has to do with because you come from a position of power. At least in your brain, you think you do because you have this series of dots that you can connect very quickly because you're ultra-rational or hyper-rational that, you know, you have a hard time seeing somebody else's point because your brain's in, how do I dissect that mode? How can I break that down? That way I can win this argument. If you're overly rational, it's all about, it's all about the debate. It's all about the win. It's all about trying to break everything down and, and crush it so that way you can make sure not only you might be going at it from a place of trying to understand it because typically to, to take something apart you have to understand its components but as you're taking it apart and understanding it you're disregarding it because it wasn't about understanding it for sake of understanding them it was about understanding it for sake of the challenge for you um, and often you you use uh, I, I really, there's a line here that I want to read for you because I think it's very in interesting and, and very powerful. As they say, our minds seem to deploy reason as a weapon and a way of defeating another person, and it can blind us to the truth. Man, and I just noticed that it says to the, the truth, that phenomenon where you put two words next to each other and you don't realize the first one's there or the second one's there. I see it. I see you, Business Insider. Get back there. Change that typo. I know this is a, I don't know how recent this article was written, but fix it. Fix it, fix it, fix it. Anyway, um, pretty easy to, to miss somebody else's points or their reasons because you're just trying to look for the holes. Like you're trying to look past the reasons. You're trying to break through the reasons because you need to get to the heart of that person. You need to make them know that they've trifled with the wrong person. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just, it's crazy. It's so crazy. And I'm like, it shocked me. It like punched me in the brain when I read that, because I was thinking, like, man, I do that all the time. Like, I want to understand people. I do. I love people. 
But when I, maybe it also has to do with the respect thing. If somebody comes at me and they're trying, if I feel like I have to defend what I know, or if I have to also uh, establish that I know something, uh, and they're trying to debate something that I feel is the right way to do something, or or why something should be a certain way. I ask them questions, I want to hear them talk, but I find that sometimes I really do ask them questions, not because I care about their <laughs> how they feel, which sucks. Like, it really sucks as somebody who loves people to realize that about yourself, that it's not always about how they feel, it's because of how I feel. Uh, and I realize that that could make me rather self-centered, um, because I want to know what I know. I want to know what they know so I can destroy it and tell them why what they think and what they know is not what's going to be effective. And, uh, man, like, uh, my chest has been hurting a little bit, uh, even just revisiting that today for the podcast, um, cause like, ah, that hurts my heart to know that about myself, or at least to think that about myself in the moment. I don't know how accurate all of it is. Again, I'm kind of speculating as I talk, but, um, have you ever thought that? Have you ever, have you ever just kind of talked to somebody and you're like, all right, well, you know what? I'm going to hear them out. And then they kind of give you your reasons and you're just thinking like the whole time, like, all right, yeah, but even if you don't say it out loud, yeah, but, but here it could be, then again, it could be this, or why would you, you know, if you, man, I know I do that, oh, man, I'm so mad at myself, uh, for, 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 but you know what, knowledge is power, uh, knowing your truth is good, uh, but also, uh, just being aware of some of these things, I know I say that a lot, but being aware, awareness in general is super important, um, you know, awareness is important, that's why they have like breast cancer awareness and they have other cancer awarenesses just because like you are trying to uh, deliver information to people as quickly as possible uh, and as broadly as possible so that way they know of these things they know of the dangers they know of the effects they know of the um, of the overall uh, problem and I think that's that's powerful uh, and then just being like hey like did you know that blah causes cancer Oh, crap. Maybe I should be more aware of it. Did you know that going to the doctor for blah will help you with this? Oh, cool. You know, so I think just having that information about ourselves, you don't have to apply it all the time, but just knowing will sometimes keep you from saying the wrong thing. Um, now, another one of these things that it suggests on here, uh, and this is from the uh, this is from the other article here, uh, Psych Central, is they, they say that um, typically you want to argue because there are responses that aren't specifically chosen that piss you off, or that upset you, but it's stuff that you've learned growing up that makes you feel like you want to argue. So like, for instance, if growing up, if your brothers or sisters ever picked on you, or if you ever got into our constant arguments or fights or squabbles, um, and they said, um, they always did this one thing that always annoyed you, where like, if you're like, hey, stop being a jerk, uh, I don't know, Felicia, and then Felicia looks at you and she gives like that little smirk, like a little side smirk and then walks away. Like that little thing, if you're used to your sister doing that all the time, and if you have a significant other or a friend or a coworker, and you're getting into a debate or you say something, they look at you and they give you that little side smirk and then walk away, you're livid. You're absolutely livid. And you might not be thinking in that moment, freaking Felicia. You're thinking, that son of a bitch or that daughter of a bitch. How dare they? How dare like it makes them feel it makes you feel like you're being undermined it makes you feel like they're not taking you seriously like these are things that you have are learned you learn that, like there's little external stimuli that piss you off 
So sometimes you want to argue just because like this trigger has been set, the, the, the pin has been pulled on this grenade and it has to explode now. Like it's just, it's, 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 it's already there. It's in there. You know, you know, there's re what they call reflex like reactions and you, you know, you, you use them to protect yourself from hurt. So, you know, we got our fight, we got our flight, but the other one is also freeze. Sometimes you just stop. Like you just almost go comatose because you're just flashing white with rage to the point where you don't know what to do with yourself or because you're scared. Um, you know, they say in this article, it's kind of like how either you fight to win or you play, play dead, you know, so either you run, you fight or you just play dead, you know, um, so, uh, but they say that they're not rationally chosen because they are, you know, they're learned. So in another instance, let's use our, our fake sister Felicia here, um, say she does that side smirk and then like always responds with like well you know mom loves you the least or some shit and like somehow that pierces you in a way that makes you freeze it just makes you stop talking and you get sad or you just you just walk away you go lay in your bed for a while because like you're crushed you're hurt you're 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 not sure what to do with these feelings that you have you're you're a kid right so these things can carry into your adulthood and adolescence because you know again it's something that's so seated in your in your heart that these what seemingly innocent things, and I know I say innocent with a grain of salt, but um, you carry those, you keep those, you hold on to those forever, uh, and then you know you get into an argument with somebody, and uh, maybe again, let's just say we're at work, and someone says to you, yeah, well you know what, like so and so is never going to work with you anyway, you know I don't know why you bother, like that very well could be very similar to you know mom loves you the least you know something that is attacking you something that makes you feel that you're inferior to somebody else and why somebody would choose anyone other than you all of a sudden now you're in that place you're laying in your bed you're running to your bed you're laying down you're covering up your face because why would anybody love you why would anybody want to work with you why would anybody want to do anything with and or for you right all of a sudden it's like wow like i gotta run away from this i have to stop you know so then, like, this anger builds up, this rage builds up inside of you because you're comatose, because you don't know what to do with all these emotions, and then it explodes later. Next time Felicia pisses you off, or next time that person at work does it again, all of a sudden, that, that freeze, that, that, that play dead uh, mechanism, it's only going to go so far before all of a sudden, that, like I said, the pin on that grenade is going to be pulled at some point. So it's either it's pulled right away the moment that little trigger starts, or it builds up over time. So it's, it's got to get to a point because, like, it's, even possums at some point don't play dead anymore. They fight. Like sometimes they know they have to. You know, it doesn't always work. And if that if that creature is not not uh, being fooled by this play dead that's attacking, you know, as they're attacking them, at some point the possum's like, all right, well, you know what? It's clearly not working. He's going to eat me alive now. Like I need to, I need to fight. I need to bite him. I need to scratch him. I need to do something, or I need to run. Um, and, uh, you know, in this case, in this case, people will fight and they will explode. And it's another reason why they argue is because they're just, it's in there and they've been, they've been running from it for so long that you can't run from it anymore. And then they'll fight harder and they'll dig in deeper and they will, they will just go until a relationship is shattered <laughs> or until they say something they don't mean because they are just suppressing anger and, and resentment and disdain for so long. Um, it's something to be aware of about yourself because you may not realize that that's something that you do. You may, you may wonder, like, why does this person piss me off so much? Why is it that every time that we get into an argument, all I want to do is throw him through a wall? I didn't want to hear what he has to say. All I want to do is kick his freaking face in every time he opens his mouth. Um, 
you know, and it's probably because there's some sort of external trigger that you're witnessing or that you're seeing or that you're hearing to some formation of words or mannerisms that you're like, mother flipping jerk. I just, oh, I just want to hit him, you know, uh, and I just got, I got to take him down. I got to take him down. I have to, I have to eliminate the threat because uh, I'm tired of running away from it. And you may have never run from that person in your life, but again, you trigger, you relate it to those triggers. Um, you know, it might be the first and only time you ever argue with somebody at work, but all, but you are, you feel as if you've had that argument 10,000 times, or you feel as if you felt that trigger 10,000 times because you've experienced it everywhere in your life, not just with this person. Uh, and that's powerful, man. That's huge to know about yourself. Um, so, uh, man, what a, what a crazy, crazy series of things, uh, to, uh, to relate uh, now, another one of these things, uh, kind of relating that subject a little bit, as uh, another another point that they make on this business inside article, is they mention that sometimes if you're not nice enough to yourself, you feel the need to argue, uh, or or these suppressions happen. Um, so they call it self-compassion, which I think is super important. It's just like mental health, like it, these things go hand in hand. They're they're very similar. They're two sides of a similar coin or the same coin, uh, or two peas in a very healthy, mentally healthy pod. Um, and, uh, if you, sometimes if you're too nice, like, like, you know how they say nice guys finish last? Well, if you're constantly putting other people for you, and this is another thing that I have a problem with, um, and I know that about myself, um, I just need, I'm trying to get through some hurdles to, uh, be a little more assertive, but if you put other people's needs before your own, sometimes you can tend to build resentment towards people in general or a specific group of people or one particular person. Uh, or if it's anybody in a particular position of power. Um, I know for me, I tend to put so many people's needs before me that somehow that projects the pe- people in positions of power who talk to me from one. Because eventually I'm just like, you're not hearing me. I'm always letting people hear me. I'm always hearing other people. For once, I want to be heard, so I'm not going to hear you. Um, and so if you compromise a lot, when you want to avoid, especially if you want to try to avoid conflict, people tend to concede or compromise early because they don't want to have a fight. They don't want to argue. They don't want that confrontation. They don't want that extended interaction. So they compromise. Um, And so it leaves you unhappy at the end of the day because you think you did a good thing by conceding to avoid an argument with somebody that you care about or that you want to have a good relationship with when ultimately it makes you feeling, uh, it leaves you feeling unhappy because you didn't get anything that you wanted. You didn't remotely um, feel like you were heard. Um, and you know, you, you experience more turmoil later. Like again, it builds up because you grow resentment. So whether you're, this could be a feeling of running away. Like we talked about fight, flight, or, or freeze. This definitely could be a feeling of flight. Even though you're not physically running away, you're backing away from the argument because you don't want to deal with it. You don't want to, right? You can't. Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I think, I think bringing all these things around is it's really important to realize those things about ourselves because while we think we're doing somebody a favor now or doing ourselves a favor now we're just we're, we're just lighting the fuse on a bit of a, a longer fuse on a bomb you know it's going to blow eventually it has to you're only human you can't suppress these things forever um you know i think i think that's pretty powerful uh, let me find my notes here there's one more thing i want to make sure that i talked about today um oh so yes of course how could i forget the most important thing so a couple of ways um, that we can get past this. Now, how could I? How could I forget? That's what the whole point of this is. Um, is first of all, is you. It's it's not. 
it opens up doors if you want to be heard, if you tell somebody else that they're being heard first. So uh, as they're arguing, as they're yelling, as they're talking to you, whatever it is, even if it's not a yell, but it's like a very strong debate, let's call it. If you as a person um, truly want to have a good relationship with, with whoever this is, um, then you want to understand them. Uh, and so uh, a good way to do it is to, uh, you know, and this is a pretty general psychological uh, idea, is that you want to repeat back to them things that they have said to you so they know that you heard them, so they know that you've been listening. Uh, so if someone says, sometimes I feel like you just don't, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to do anything with me. You don't want to hang out. Every time I call you, you're, you're always busy. Like, I feel like you don't want to be my friend. Uh, I feel like you, you just, you're, you're just, you have other people that you'd much rather spend time with. Why, why are we even here? What are we even doing? Um, and so, you know, if you really care and you, your initial response might be, well, no, that's not true. I'm just busy all the time. And like, I just, I really, I work a lot and like, I want to hang out, but they're not hearing you because you're not hearing them. So a way that you could do it is to just take a minute and be like, all right, so let me see if I, and again, you can start with something real simple, like, all right, so you think that I'm too busy for you and that I don't want to be your friend uh, and that I just would rather hang out with other people. Is that what you're saying? Something that says like, look, I heard you. I hear you. I, I heard what you're saying. Now, again, it's not as simple as just saying that and then all of a sudden they forgive you or that they're fine with you, but if, it, it relaxes people. So typically... Nobody wins in an argument if you're always heated in the first place. If you're, if you're heated the whole time, if you go from zero to 100 and you stay at 100, it's really hard to hear somebody. Um, and so, you know, because cause typically when you're in an argument, you feel like you're attacking or defending. You're attacking someone else or defending yourself. Um, and in this case, if you tell them that you want to understand them, and if you really do, you want to be authentic. If you want to understand them, if you want to see, like, why do they feel this way? And because... Think of it from anything else. Like, clearly, I have made them feel this way. What have I done to make them feel this way? Even if I know that I didn't do it that way or that wasn't my intention, that's okay. You need to know why, you know, you were misconstrued in some way or misunderstood so that way they feel like you don't want to be their friend anymore or whatever the case may be, whatever the argument is at the time. So then you just, you read it back to them. You just say, hey, look, I, I, I hear you. So it sounds to me like you, you think I don't want to be your friend. You think that I'm too busy for you and... Um, then the next part, the hardest part, is saying that you're sorry. E even if you're not, you don't have to be sorry because you don't think you did anything wrong, but you have to be sorry that somehow that conception or that, or that perception was made for you or made of you, right? So if you're like, you know what, I didn't realize that, you know, in my schedule or that what I've been doing was making you feel that way and I'm sorry. I didn't, I wasn't trying to make you feel that way. I love you. I want to hang out with you. I absolutely do. Uh, I'm sorry. Is there anything else that I missed? And that's an important question. Is there anything else that I missed? Is there anything else that I should know? And ask it sincerely. It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Is it, is there anything else I should know? Or is it, is there anything else that I should know? You know, because then you're coming from a place where like, hey, like, okay. And then like when they start talking or maybe they're just like, you know, I think that's it. You know, I just, I need you to know that. And then you can say, then you can maybe explain yourself because then they're more apt to listen to you. You know, then you can say, look, I didn't realize I was making you feel that way, and I'm really sorry. I didn't want you to feel that way. I love you, uh, but work has been crazy, and, and there are times that I get home, and I see that you text me, and you want to hang out, and I'm just, like, feeling so emotionally drained that I don't have the heart to tell you no, but I just can't say yes because I just don't know if I have the energy, um, and, you know, I just feel terrible at the end of the day because I just I don't have energy to do anything anymore, and I just I hate, I hate my life. I hate work. Now they're hearing you. You know, they're giving you a chance to talk. 
Um, and then typically, you know, just if somebody opens up the door and then they'll say, they, they very well could apologize to you and say, you know, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that you were feeling this way or that you were depressed or that you've been anxious and uh, that work was treating you that way. What's going on at work? Usually that's what happened. They'll say something like that. Like, what's going on at work? What's What's been going on with you? I feel like I don't know you. I feel like I haven't heard from you in, in forever. And, uh, you know, let's have a conversation. So sometimes the most powerful thing that you can do is apologize. And a lot of people feel that apologizing gives away power. But, you know, and there are some people that feel like not apologizing withholds power. But at the same time, a time bomb goes off later. That power you can only hold on to for so long. But I actually think it's more empowering think about it this way you take control of the situation and you're helping come to a resolution where the both of you are working together to calm each other down if you say that you're sorry and if you mean it you have to mean it um some some way shape or form some part of your heart has to feel badly for something that happened or that that they're feeling that way even if you didn't mean it and that's the hardest part is i didn't mean it i that's not what i was trying to do but don't think i have to defend myself because that's not what i was trying to do say, I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. That wasn't what I was trying to do. Um, and it opens up a dialogue, and typically you'll find that you both understand each other better, and you feel better, and you're happier. So apologizing in that situation, in a way, gives you power because you're you're letting yourself be vulnerable. And I think vulnerability can feel like a weakness, and, and, and in some contexts it is. You know, like if you're if you if you're being shot at and you, you don't have anything to, to guard yourself, like that you're clearly vulnerable, but emotional vulnerability more often I think is a powerful thing because you're allowing yourself to be like you can be vulnerable because you're ignorant or vulnerable because you because uh, you know there's a certain person that has certain control over you and you just kind of be vulnerable around them but again that's not always bad in this case if you're trying to solve a problem if you're if you're in an argument sometimes it's better to say I'm sorry let's get to the bottom of this versus like no you no you <laughs> um and lastly something i actually learned on a podcast i listened to recently and yes it's the hidden brain um was one of the guys recommended that when you are in an argument with somebody or if you think you may argue with somebody that you argue with all the time such as that one guy you always see and you're like oh i know he's gonna say such and such and i'm gonna oh i'm gonna kick his ass um a lot of people say the words i can't you know i can't i can't argue with him today i just can't do that. I can't argue with him. Um, they also mentioned like diets, like oh, I I can't eat, I can't eat chocolate today, you know. Versus like oh, I don't eat chocolate. There's a lot of people say I don't. Like if you want to offer them something, like, oh no no, I don't I don't eat meat, you know. It's not I can't eat meat. If they're vegetarian, it's not I can't eat meat. Notice that it's I don't eat meat. I don't. It's a declaration that I've made the decision. So that's another way that you can hold on to power by saying. I can't is a relinquishment, a relinquishment, is that a word? You're relinquishing power, and uh, I don't is you're choosing not to do something, right? So you still have power. So say you're getting about, about to get in an argument with such and such, let's just call him, I don't know, Daryl. You know what, there's Daryl, Daryl's showing up again, and you're like, ah. Instead of being like, I can't argue with Daryl today, I just don't have the energy, I don't have the faculty to, you can say, I don't argue with Daryl. I don't. <laughs> I don't argue. It's, it's not. I don't want to. Because again, want is like I don't want to can be taken away. It's I don't. I don't argue with Daryl. I don't argue with people who don't hear me. I don't argue with people who feel this way. I don't argue with people who say stupid things or who say racy things or racist things or whatever it may be that makes you think. Ah, every time he talks, I want to hit him. Like I don't argue with people like that. You know, if you make that declaration, or I don't eat chocolate, 
right? I don't eat chocolate anymore. I don't eat chocolate on Fridays. Whatever it is, just I don't do that. That is you maintaining power um, in a way that is healthy because you are avoiding conflict, number one. You're making a strong choice, number two. And you're going to be happier at the end of the day. Number three, baby, everybody wins. Daryl doesn't have to feel like he's being attacked. You don't have to feel like you're being attacked because nothing happened in the first place. And that's not you running away from a fight. This, this isn't a flight thing because you know you guys bicker about the same dumb things all the time. It's not like an emotional trauma that you're going through. It's just the usual bickering. And like bickering is not a negotiation. Bickering is just fighting for sake of fighting. And so you're just avoiding that. You're, you're avoiding that by making a decision. It's not like, oh, I have to run away. I'm uncomfortable. It's like it's not worth our time. It's not worth his time. Like this is I, I want to enjoy his friendship. Again, like, so like, I enjoy being around Daryl. I don't argue with Daryl, right? And I think that's a very powerful way to keep yourself from getting and falling into that slide of, of, of constant argument and fighting. So, um, just thought that was a nice little way to end it. Just like, I, you choose not to do something, not say I can't. Um, so I think it's pretty powerful. I'm gonna try to use that one a little bit. Um, but boy, I've been going on for quite a while now. I should probably wrap this puppy up. So. Um, uh, so that's it, um, and I want to quickly apologize before I wrap up. Um, uh, there has been like a little bit of a fan issue in my ceiling, uh, so if you hear like a little bit of a blowing sound in the background of this particular podcast, I'm sincerely sorry if you're wearing earphones um, listening to this. Um, it doesn't sound like it's too loud from where I am, but I don't know what microphones pick up that I don't. Um, so if you're hearing like a little bit of like a fan or some sort of blowing thing, I'm going to get it fixed eventually. So. Sorry about that ahead of time. But if you don't hear it, ignore anything that I just said about the fan. Um, but that's it. I'm going to wrap this guy up. So thanks again to everybody who made it this far. You guys are awesome. Uh, sincerely, uh, whether it's one person or 100 people, I yeah, appreciate your brain and your heart so much. Uh, and on that note, I hope that you're taking care of your mind and taking care of your heart and most importantly, taking care of each other. It's a tough world out there and we got to stick together. So hope you guys are having a great day and I'll be talking to you soon, baby.